What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about something that I would rarely ever talk about on an episode of this show. But in light of some conversations in the office this week, I want to talk about neck pain, I want to talk about back pain, and I want to talk about disc issues so that you can understand that these things can all 100% be prevented under the right set of circumstances inside of your body. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Nexus Podcast. Nearly every single week in my office, I have people ask me about pain, specifically neck pain and back pain. And a lot of people come in and they tell me that, you know, I've had these MRIs or I've had x-rays or I've had doctors tell me that I have a slip disc or a bulge disc or a protruding disc or whatever the case may be. And certainly those things can be true. But one of the things that I often find is that a lot of these doctors, and this is no hate on them, by the way, it's just me sharing my experience of what I know gets results with people inside of our office, is that these doctors, many of them, are missing a couple of things. One of the biggest things that they're missing inside of the conversation of back pain and disc issues in the first place is that they're missing the cause. So I see so many people that come into our office and the first thing they want to do is they say, I have pain, fix my pain. The problem with that is that the pain is just a downstream symptom of something else deeper that's happening as a result of stress physiology stuck on in the system. So that means your brain and spinal cord, your nervous system being stuck in a stressed out state can actually be the cause. It is actually the cause of pain of disc issues, and I'll explain how here in just a second, but one of the things that I often see, I think it's so interesting, is that people come into me hopeless. Like, I've seen some people who have been like, you know, doctors are just telling me, take as much pain med as I need to, I will prescribe you as much as you need until your pain's unbearable, and then we'll try and do a surgery on you, and hopefully that works. Interesting about surgeries is that I've taken care of a number of clients who have had multiple spinal surgeries, multiple surgeries on different places of their bodies in general, and oftentimes it actually makes them worse. And again, it's because it gets back to this conversation and we're not addressing the cause, we're actually addressing symptoms. And when we address symptoms, we can oftentimes make other things worse or make the thing that we're quote unquote trying to fix even worse as well. And so let me give you a practical example of this. I had a woman this week in my office, she was asking me, actually I had a couple of people, but this one woman in particular, she was asking me about disc issues and she was asking me about back pain. And the conversation that came up is like, that's just what it's like to get old. Like we're all inevitably going to be in pain once we get older. The problem with this line of thinking is that that's what a lot of people want you to believe is that as you, as you age, you should be falling apart. Then you should be dependent on drugs and medication, et cetera, et cetera. This couldn't be farther from the truth. So the truth is, is that if we make a series of choices inside of our lives, then we are likely to express life in a different way. And depending on the choices that we make, that's how our life is going to be expressed. So for instance, if we don't exercise and we eat bad, like obviously at some point in our lives, we're going to be overweight. We're probably going to get lots of disease. The same thing is true when we look at joints of the spine, specifically the disc and how those create pain and how it creates pain within the body is that if we don't address joints of the spine moving properly, then we'll never actually correct the cause and we can, and it'll create pain. Like it's absolutely hundred percent what it'll do. And so here's what happens. And I'll circle back to the disc conversation here in just a second. Anytime you or me experience stress, that means it could be chemical stress, so the food we eat or the toxins that we're breathing inside of the air or vaccines or a number of different things. Anytime we experience stress in the system in forms of toxicity, anytime we experience stress in the form of physical trauma, so like getting in a car accident, having a slip or fall, and anytime we experience stress in the form of mental stress, and I would say mental stress or emotional stress is 90% of where people experience stress. Anytime we have that stress, our body has a stress response. 
That response is designed to release hormones into our system that do a number of things. They increase heart rate, increase blood pressure, increase blood sugar levels. The list could go on and on and on and on and on. The other interesting thing about this, I won't share all of it with you, but the interesting thing about this is that those same stress hormones actually increase our body's ability to experience pain. They increase our body's ability to experience anxiety. And so when I when we talk about or when we think about just a stress physiology, every time we have a stress, our body's going to release adrenaline, noradrenaline, and, and cortisol, and those three stress hormones in and of themselves actually turn up the pain signal in our bodies. The other interesting thing about this is that cortisol specifically and these other stress hormones, they dampen or they start to turn down the prefrontal cortex of the brain. The prefrontal cortex is responsible for your postural muscles firing. So if your postural muscles start firing differently, you're going to be in a different posture. This means that the joints of your spine are going to stop moving like they should. Now, this is where it gets interesting is because we know that the discs in between the bones of the spine, the discs in between the bones of the spine, they are act like big cushions or big pillows. And how I think about these is that they don't really have a lot of their own blood supply where they get most of their nutrients from. It's from movement of the bones above and below those discs. So it's like getting fluffed back up. So think of a down pillow, like a really, really nice down pillow. They're amazing to sleep on, but if you don't continually fluff them and keep them fluffed up, a lot of times what happens is all of the feathers get pushed to the outer edges of the pillow, and then you end up with a really deep, hard, flat spot in the middle of the pillow. The same thing is true with the disc of the spine. If they don't continually get plumped up by proper movement of the joints of those sp- of the spine, that's going to destroy the disc, and this is where the cause of the issue comes from. So what happens is people destroy their spines, they destroy their bodies, they're experiencing massive amounts of stress. As a matter of fact, in 2018, team uh, Johns Hopkins came out at this symposium for health and they said that you and I experience more stress in 30 days than our grandparents did in an entire lifetime. Think about that for just one second. You and I experiencing more stress in 30 days than our grandparents did in an entire lifetime. Like that's insane to even wrap your head around. And so the case for chiropractic care is that if we don't keep the joints of our spine moving properly and we don't address the stress hormones, those stress hormones are going to affect our prefrontal cortex, which is going to affect our spine, which is ultimately going to affect the discs. So there's like multiple things that happen before there's actually a disc issue that we could address or we could start to correct or we could start to help someone with, but everybody wants to wait until they have symptoms to do anything about it. And this is what I think is so cool when we go back to this conversation, the woman inside of our office is she's saying, that's just what it's like to be old. Well, the only reason it's, that's what it's like to be old is because you never took care of yourself in the first place when you were young. And nobody's telling this story because everybody, like most of our society wants to be reactive. We don't do anything until there's a problem. Don't do anything until there's a problem. There's no proactive choice in any of this. And the same could be true in a number of conversations when we talk about sickness or we talk about cancer or we talk about heart disease. Like if you look at the stress response, you can literally see increased heart rate, increased blood pressure. That's cardiovascular disease. That's one of the biggest killers in the United States or in America and I'm sorry, in the world today in, um, Increased blood sugar levels, increased insulin resistance, another part of the stress response. That piece of the stress response is diabetes. That's diabetics are insulin resistant. That's why they have diabetes. And it's this chronic stress response that contributes to that. So left on long enough, the body gets used to operating that way and that's when it becomes an issue. The same is true with the pain conversation. Remember I said stress hormones turn up the body's ability to sense pain. So we have this twofold. We have stress in our body, stress in our system, not being shut off. We're not fighting or running away like our bodies were designed to in these times of stress. 
And as a result, the joints of our spine stop moving well because stress hormones shut off the prefrontal cortex of the brain and start affecting our postural muscles differently. And then we don't get the nutrition to the disc because the bones and joints in our spine aren't moving well to actually pump new nutrition and new fluid and new nutrients into the disc to keep it nice and healthy in the first place. And so this is why I get so frustrated and I want to talk about this is because a lot of these things can be prevented, but it requires before we do anything to our physical bodies, like it literally requires a mindset, a mindset shift from thinking about waiting until you have issues to being proactive with your health, to doing things that you know are going to set you up for a lifetime of health and longevity. In the Bible somewhere, it says like humans were meant to have 120 years, at least 120 years. And yet I watched my grandmother smoke cigarettes and drink tons of alcohol and pass away at 64 years old. And the question is why? question is, why was she in so much pain? It's because she never took care of herself. She was never taught to take care of herself. And then when it was too late, there were people trying to teach her these skills and habits that just weren't going to make their way into her life because she had already been so ingrained for the last 60 years of her life. And this is why it's so interesting. And this is why I get so passionate about this conversation is like, I see so many people addicted to painkillers. I see so many people prescribe medications. I see so many people getting surgeries. I see so many people walk into my office hopeless, like looking for answers because they've tried everything else and nothing else works. And it's literally a mindset shift. And it's because they've been told that chiropractors are quacks, that chiropractors don't know what they're talking about, except for nobody's actually explained to them the science of what's happening inside of their bodies. They're just supposed to blindly follow whatever they've been told by the medical profession. And I'm not hating on the medical profession. Like there is such, there are so many powerful leaders in the medical profession who I love and I look up to and I appreciate. But for the most part, the people that I'm seeing in my office, this is my empirical evidence. If you want to talk about science, my observations are people are not being told the truth. They're not being told the full story. And a lot of it's because we're missing addressing the cause. And if you never address the cause and you always address symptoms, you will forever be stuck and locked in a pattern and cycle of being a slave and hostage to someone else. You were endowed by God with a body that was meant to live to 120 years old. You were endowed with a body by God that was endowed to be able to express a soul purpose and live a life that you love and live a life of passion and live a life of excitement and being able to do the stuff that you love and run and jump and play with your grandkids and great-great-grandkids. But most of us destroy ourselves because we've been told that one day, someday, someone's going to save us, that someone's going to fix us with some medication or with some surgery. And that's further from the truth. Like a broken bone, sure, that can be fixed, but the body knows how to heal itself. Like our bodies are self-healing, self-regulating, self-maintaining organisms. And if you disagree with that statement, tell me when the last time you got a scrape or a cut was and you had to wake up in the morning and morning and remind yourself to heal it. Tell me when the last time you went to bed at night and you had to remind yourself to beat your heart throughout the night. You haven't. It's because your body is built. Your body is designed to be healthy. It's designed to express health. It's designed to express healing. The stress response that I talked about is just a mechanism to protect the body, to keep it healthy, to keep it safe during times of stress. And it's meant to come out of those times of stress. But what we know about the brain, what we know about the body is that 90%, 90% of nutrition and stimulation to the brain comes from properly moving joints of the spine. This was discovered by Roger Sperry in the 1980s. He won a Nobel Prize for this. 
90% of nutrition and stimulation to the brain comes from movement of the joints of the spine. So we have a fight or flight response, except for we sit at our desk or we sit on our cell phone or we stay seated or we stay seated at the car accident and the scene of the crime. And all of these things contribute to the brain being like, why aren't you getting up and running away or fighting like I need you to? I need you to be in lots of movement. And so then this furthers that stress response where we release more cortisol, more adrenaline, more epinephrine into the system. And as a result of those things, the body stays in a stuck and a stressed out state. And it can start to build a pattern and just get used to functioning that way. Just like I mentioned with my grandmother, used to eating a certain way, used to thinking a certain way. That's very, very hard to break. This is the case for chiropractic care for children. Like when we take care of kiddos, I know that we're setting their brains up to be healthier, to be functioning at the highest level, just like they were designed to. And the same with adults is that as we address the cause, which is stress stuck on in the nervous system, we will start to correct all of the downstream symptoms. And I always have to tell people, I am not the best doctor. Like I'm not the best doctor. Your body is the best doctor. My body is the best doctor. Each individual's body is the best doctor. No one else can fix or heal you but you. Like even a medication that you take, your body determines what gets absorbed, what gets flushed out as toxins. Like you don't get to decide that. The doctors don't get to decide that. Your body is the healer. We just have some really cool tricks to access your nervous system to be able to turn off stress so that your body can do the work that it was designed to do. And this is why when we talk about pain, when we talk about symptoms, when people come into my office, I tell them straight up is like, your only goal can't be to correct your pain. Because as a result of turning on off stress, we know that we're going to affect your pain levels. We know that we're going to get your body back to moving well. Sometimes this takes time. It takes a process. It's not a one and done deal. If anybody's telling you it's a one and done deal, they're lying to you and they're using chiropractic care or whatever other thing, they're using it just like Tylenol or Advil or any other Band-Aid approach. This is a commitment. It's a mindset. And this is how you truly heal from the inside out is addressing the nervous system, addressing stress on in your system so that you can express the life that you were meant to live. That, my friends, is one of the most powerful and important messages that I could possibly share with you is that you are enough. You were made to be healthy. It's a matter of stepping into that power and doing things that are going to allow you to be proactive, shifting your mindset and starting to address your body and look at it from the perspective of you want it to last for 120 years. So not waiting until something's wrong, not waiting until it completely breaks down to do something about it. I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you've got some value out of this episode, I hope you'll do one of two things. One, please share this up with somebody who needs to hear it. Two, leave a rating, leave a review. I love you. I appreciate you. We will come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Nexus podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.